Paging Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Imagine Arthur Weasley. And he's a rascally little son, Ron. <laughs> Imagine there's no Dursleys. <laughs> oh, no, I dare not believe that. Oh, no. I don't want to imagine. I don't want to imagine a world without a Dursley. Now, that would be a truly bleak existence. A Dursley-free existence is not an existence worth living. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you notice that something's a little bit off, a little bit amiss with the podcast today... Congratulations on picking that up already because we are doing a very special uh, coronavirus self-isolation remote episode. I'm in Melbourne. Very special in that it's way worse and probably quite annoying to listen to because of the latency and all that stuff. Feels pretty lame recording it on Skype. I'm wearing my big headphones, (laughs) my biggest (laughs) headphones I could find. (laughs) Ah. There's Money a... can't buy headphones like Nathan's <laughs> giant headphones, novelty-sized headphones. Completely cancels out my own voice. Um, Very it's, cool. it's weird sitting in a bedroom by yourself talking. Uh, like Andrew, I know you did a solo pod last week. Yeah, I was quite uncomfortable. I have to say, doing this that. is bleak. Yeah, I can say actually, having lived through that last week, this is worse. I'm enjoying this less. <laughs> so, good cool. start. My housemate, uh, well, my housemate is home with his girlfriend who he doesn't see a lot. And they're, my bedroom's backed up against another bedroom. So, they're in the bedroom <laughs> oh, behind me. Um, you, oh, God. If you, if you do hear some noises, it is, it is sex. That is what you're hearing. <laughs> okay. Um, and also, they, they get And, the, dude, uh, you're doing the... You're doing the opposite of having sex right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. The exact polar opposite. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, this is kryptonite for having sex. In the <laughs> exactly right. It's sex as only weakness. Um, so, <laughs> did we explain what this podcast is? No, yeah, surely people know by now. Who the fuck's who's tuning in? Episode sixty-three in the middle of the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic. I must start listening. Well, maybe because um, people like uh, are churning through a lot of content these days. And maybe they've they've read all the Harry Potter books and they want another angle on it and they want three clever boys to say, hey, maybe you're reading it all wrong. Maybe you're missing something. And maybe they're coming back to it now and and welcome. I say, well, we yeah. welcome you with open arms. <laughs> um, so we're up to page 63. Is that correct? We're up to page 63. Um Six. Also, sorry, just by we're saying welcome to everyone and I, we should say a big welcome to Reedan. He hasn't been on the pod for a while. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've been listening to you guys. I think you guys have done a pretty good job. I think you've done a pretty <laughs> good job. There's always room for improvement. Uh, and that's why I'm here. That's why I'm back. Um, they call you the fixer. <laughs> and really, there's no reason we couldn't have done it this way the whole time. No, well, it's funny, isn't it? It's funny in these times of crisis and these times of, you know, increasing isolation. Sometimes that can be just the kick up the ass we need to, uh, to bring everyone else together to, 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 to uh, you know, the Australian spirit. And, um, well, I think a lot of businesses spirit. sort of changing the way they do things in the face of the virus. And um, 
Well, they're allowed to trade while insolvent now. That's quite interesting. I didn't know that. that I mean, maybe that's great <laughs> policy, but that seems a bit mental. Anyway, it's a shame that George Colin Barris <laughs> didn't time his run perfectly, did he? He could still be going. <laughs> hey, guys, I've been himself. I was just watching our Prime Minister Scott Morrison do a press conference about the uh, coronavirus situation. And I was wondering if you guys knew, does this podcast count as an essential service? Yes, it does. And I've, I've read the rules and regulations and we're well and truly um, within those guidelines. Okay, good. I, I, I assume so. I imagine and a lot of other, other businesses are shutting down. I just hope they don't come after the pod because this is, this is what the, really the people need right now. It's actually section 3.4 of the Human Rights Act that says that um, the Pagey Mr. Potter podcast <laughs> is so uh, integral to people's well-being that it, it will not be, uh, you know, will spare no expense to make sure that it stays on the airwaves. Is that and because we're just it's... We're so lucky that our, our job can be done from home. Like, this is all we have to do, really. Um, Big time. You know, if you worked in sort of, I don't know, restaurants or that kind of thing... Very scary times, but luckily, as professional Harry Potter podcasters, <laughs> um, mm. we're largely immune to the effect of the virus. Well, dare I say it? It might actually even. I think it could be. It could be worse. Like if you're a small business owner or working in a restaurant, they, their experience might actually be worse than it might, as podcasters. It might be slightly worse. <laughs> I don't know. Right in if you own a if you own a restaurant. <laughs> if you're suffering uh, financially, we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what one good thing about the podcast is it does make um, the virus and the whole situation of the world crumbling seem a little less bad just because the podcast is so bad. And you, when you put like two things next to each other, you go, oh, well, at least it's not as bad as the podcast. So maybe... Oh, so you're saying exactly right. Relative to the state of the world, our podcast isn't that bad. No, the, no the, he's the, saying the opposite. The, the other way around. Relative to the state of the world, our podcast is so bad that it makes the global pandemic, thousands oh. dying every day and the economy crumbling around us, seem actually not all that bad. <laughs> the, am, I, am I reading yeah, you correctly? That's a shame. Bingo. <laughs> Got it in one. All right. Should we, uh, should we get onto the page? Let's get onto the page. We're up to page. Reading, um, we've got you here, so maybe you can maybe you can do the honor. Yeah, have you guys re- have you guys read the page? No, 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 no. Oh, just oh, before we God, start, no. just before we start, I wanted to introduce maybe a new character um, to the podcast. I'm so sorry? we've had um, we've had like Alan Spantails in the past, trivia expert. I forgot about him. Yeah, we've yeah. We've had Carlos Tondraff, also <laughs> trivia expert. But now I, I was thinking I could just, you know, given the coronavirus and everything, I want to introduce a new character called Glenn 20. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking when things get a bit filthy or a bit too, you know, dirty, um, he's going to chime in with a... Is everyone getting that? <laughs> it sounds terrible. Yeah. The, the, mi- the microphone Glenn. sound that you're doing. Oh, Glenn. So is that like if one of us says something a little bit naughty? Yeah. You can yep. just he's, give a little... <laughs> he's censoring things because we have to, you know, hygiene is important. And I believe that extends to language. So, um... <laughs> well, you can't be too safe. Just be prepared to... Yeah. Oh, God. It really, um... It's a strong smelling substance, the old Glen 20. Oh, well, yeah. were you actually spraying it then? Well, yeah. That, that's how he speaks. 
Oh, okay. So you're just actually going to spray Glenn 20 into the air every time one of us says a naughty word. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one person who I don't think would appreciate this sort of censorship, and that's one Draco Malfoy. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention the last few weeks, but uh, he's got some pretty radical ideas, and he will not be silenced. The real Draco Malfoy? No, in the, bo- in the book. Isn't he saying some stuff that we're all like, oh, that's a bit... Oh, really yeah, yeah. He, he could do with a bit of Glenn 20 spray. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, could, Glenn is ready it. and uh, willing, so <laughs> um, should we get stuck into the page? Yeah, Sounds let's... Good. Let's just test quickly the Glen 20 things working. Fuck, cunt, bitch. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> did that, okay. And Rudin, did that deter you from uh, <laughs> wanting to say that? Yeah, I'll never say those words again on the pod. Okay, excellent. So, let's do it. Let's talk hey. about fucking Harry Potter. Yay. All right, guys. Strap in. We're up to page 63. Uh, at the end of page 62, um, Harry had just had his run-in with Draco, um, as you guys know, starting to build that uh, that bigger narrative, I guess, that theme of uh, uh, Nazis, I guess, which really starts <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> come through the book. The Nazi theme that's prevalent in the <laughs> Harry Potter books for children, yeah. Uh, and then um, Harry says at the end of the page, I bet I'm in Hufflepuff. He's a little bit upset about that. And then that brings us to the end. Page 63. So they head off to a, a bookshop, and it's called Flourish and Blots. Uh, and I'm sorry, what's it called? Flourish and Blots. Oh, it sounds like some sort of venereal disease. Sounds awful. <laughs> Flourish and Blot. Yes, yeah, could be the next uh, CV19. We've got a case of the Flourish <laughs> and Blots. <laughs> there are lots of books, lots of um, leather-bound books. There are tiny books also, books the size of postage stamps, um, peculiar books. She just lists all the different types of books for a little while. And uh, Dudley, who apparently has never read anything, even he would love some of these books. That's how good the the leather and silk on these these books are. <laughs> wow! Um, but a, a little book catches his eye. So this is maybe a little peek into the dark soul of our um, our protagonist, Harry Potter. Um, he's a book catches his eye that's called Curses and Counter Curses. In brackets, bewitch your friends and befuddle your enemies with the latest revenges, such as hair loss, jelly legs, tongue tying, and penis shrinkage. And that's by Professor. Doesn't say that. By Professor Vindictus Viridian. And Harry. That is quite vindictive, isn't it? Yeah. Penis shrinkage. (laughs) It it actually creates. All the latest revenges. By Vindictus Viridian. Well, the poor guy never stand a chance. With a name like that, he was always going to write a book about revengers, wasn't he? Yeah. And he's got the word dick in his name. Yeah. If you look hard enough, so he is probably somebody who, you know, was probably at the wrong end of the, of yeah, the bully pin, uh, profe- at is school. It Professor Pindictus Viridian. <laughs> so you can see why that particular curse uh, appeals yeah. to him. So, yeah, yeah. very good. Very good. You must be a descendant of <laughs> Professor Pindictus, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, those those kind of traits don't get bred out, you know. Um, <laughs> no. You anglicised your name, but... You know. uh, and Harry was having a look at this because he was trying to figure out how to curse Dudley. Um, of course, Dudley had a massive hammer that Harry was very jealous of. And was hoping <laughs> very to keen to it. tame. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, we We're, can get rid of that. Please. We need a bit of value. Um, <laughs> I think. Oh wait, hang on. Okay, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new editing. God, thanks, Glenn. <laughs> so instead of cutting things out, we just make some annoying noise after we say it. And <laughs> all good. And also, I am spraying it every time for people at home, so there's no risk of infection uh, by listening to the pod. <laughs> it's a bit of a precious commodity, though, isn't it, Glen 20? So aren't you, I it know, seems very wasteful. Yeah, it's, it being a bit frivolous <laughs> with the Glen 20. I haven't seen it in weeks, actually, in the shops. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well, at least it's going to a good cause. Move on. <laughs> All right, so Hagrid, though, tries to talk him down from it, which is a little bit rich because if you'd imagine just maybe 20 or 30 pages ago, Hagrid actually turned uh, Dudley into a sort of horrible, nightmarish pig-boy hybrid. Um, and Harry, That's right. He said, I'm not saying that's a good idea, but you, you shouldn't use magic in the muggle world, only in very special circumstances. So I assume um, that harmless boy standing there trembling at the feet of Hagrid who just entered the house. That was a very special circumstance where you're allowed to use magic. But other than that, you should stay away. I have to assume so, yeah. And Harry then also wants to buy a solid gold cauldron, which seems very wasteful. Ooh, bit, bit bougie. Very bougie, especially in these. It doesn't take long, does it? The the you know, it, it, as soon as someone starts making money, it's very um, insidious. It just starts to. Yeah, he's starts come to, a long way from living under the stairs in that little cupboard thing. From his, his humble origins, <laughs> as soon as he sort of, it's like, sort of like a rapper, you know, like a gangster rapper. They come from the streets, and then as soon as they start to make a bit of money, they're they're all about the lavish lifestyle. And Harry, I guess, is, uh, <clears throat> you know, one of the same. But at least they earned their money, you know, through their street poetry and clever rhymes, whereas Harry... <laughs> street <laughs> poetry. <laughs> but Harry oh, simply inherited this from his uh, rich mum and dad. Yeah. So... Boo. Yeah, so boo. Uh, but they did buy a nice set of scales uh, for weighing potion ingredients and a collapsible brass telescope. Again, these seems like things that probably they should have just been provided by the school. Um, yeah. Especially think of the poor kids going to Hogwarts, what sort of disadvantages are they going to be at if the Harrys of the world are able to buy a really nice set of scales, but then you've got uh, Ron Weasley and the Weasley family who are uh, inexplicably quite poor. Um, and w- w- you know, <laughs> Well, Arthur's they- down at the track every afternoon, as we know, watching oh, the hippogriffs run. Uh, and then they visited the. Uh, uh, am I saying this right? Apothecary. I suspect you're not saying it right, no. Apoth- it's the apothecary. Apothecary. Well, that's good radio. Or apothecary, I don't know. Something like that. And there's heaps of gross stuff there. There's slimy stuff on the floor. There's herbs or herbs if you're in America. Uh, dried roots, <laughs> uh, bright powders along the wall. There's feathers, and this is a this part kind of did take my eye. There are bundles of feathers, strings of fangs, snarled claws, and as oh, well no. as silver unicorn horns. What's the uh, sort of a magical equivalent of Peter? Um, because I can't imagine they'd be too impressed. No, it seems a bit fucked up, doesn't it? It seems like a. It sounds. It seems almost like a Chinese marketplace. You know, if you go along <laughs> to the sort of kind of place where you could the buy a bit of bat soup. Mm. <laughs> well, th- there's you abs- might also be able to find a unicorn horn. There's nothing to indicate that any of these goods have been ethically sourced. 
I imagine it'd be quite hard to ethically source a string of fangs. Mm. <laughs> or, or silver unicorn horns, especially knowing that unicorns are a protected species. Well, they're an engranged species. They're engranged species. Please use the terminology. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's, Harry sees that. Um, and then Hagrid checks Harry's list again. And Harry gets a... He blushes a little bit. He needs a wand. And then... Uh, Hagrid says, "I'm going to buy you. A, I'm going to buy you a birthday present." But as, as you'd know, Harry's never had someone buying him a birthday present because um, he's a little orphan boy, and so no one has bought him any mm. presents. So he go, he blushes a bit, and then he says, "Oh no, you don't. You don't have to, Hagrid." But Hagrid says, "You know what? Uh, I want to. I'm going to get you an animal, not a toad, apparently, because they went out of fashion uh, years ago, and he'd be laughed at." Well, I'm sure Hagrid's the kind of man who's right across what's in fashion. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he, and he doesn't want to get him a cat because they make him sneeze. So, what do you reckon sure. he gets him? Well, I reckon he got him an owl. Yeah, it says it on the page. Yeah, he gets him an owl. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good segment. Um, what's the next word on the page? <laughs> we play that again next week. Yeah. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of the page. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. <clears throat> okay. That brings us to the end of the... What do you reckon? What do you reckon? End of the what? <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Now, I don't have anything <laughs> for this episode, so any one of you guys got some bullshit? Reardon, I'm sure you've been waiting, you know, with the bullshit piling up, having not been on the pod for a few <laughs> weeks, so do you want to take it from here? I do have a little steaming pile of shit right next to me, actually, Nathan. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. Um, okay, so what I have, my first thing that I have is a um, is a game. It's four. There are four questions to be answered by you. Um, oh shit! I haven't got a name for it. Um, oh, for fuck's sake! I guess it doesn't matter. <clears throat> anyway, why don't you describe it and we'll come up with a name. Great idea. So I've I've been obviously doing a lot of reading in my time off. Uh, I'm not spending as much time doing the pod, but I'm spending just as much time learning about the Harry Potter universe. And uh, sometimes I do stuff obviously to try to connect with Nathan. Nathan, I just type in like Harry Potter, Jew, Jewish Harry Potter, Hebrew Harry Potter, something he can connect with. Um, and have I appreciate it a lot. Yep. So I I read about uh, this Hebrew translation. Oh, it means of Harry- the world to him, reading. <laughs> I read uh, so good to have you back on the pod. By the way, <laughs> I read this article about the Hebrew translation of Harry Potter and all the sort of um, interesting tangles, <coughs> literary tangles. This um, guy translating—it was a girl actually translating Harry Potter into Hebrew was because obviously not all things, you know, there's a clean translation for across cultures, and some things just don't sound as good in another language. So what I've done is I've read all the Harry Potter books from in, in all the different languages around the world, um, and I've found some of the um, funniest sort of translations in foreign languages because foreign languages are funny. I'm and sorry, so, so true. the Hebrew translation wasn't really that relevant to this game. It was a that whole thing about trying to link it to me. That really <laughs> had no relevance or bearing on what you're talking about. It was a springboard, as I said. Okay, cool. Yep, yep. Just checking. Mm. He's just showing he's working. (laughs) So, go on. You read every language in the world and 
Yeah, and so now I've got... I'm going to um, say a bunch of different foreign translations for Harry Potter ones, for Harry Potter words and phrases and names, and you have to say which one is real and which one is made up. All right, now, Rudin, I'm just sure. warning you. If you call Hagrid a Malacca, you're going to get one of these. <laughs> <laughs> so, Glenn, Glenn is also playing. That's... <laughs> Do you yeah, guys Glenn's, have, <laughs> Glenn's in. Do you guys have a name? Oh, so what are we doing? We have to guess. Uh, can we call the, it Hagrid the Malacca game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, we can. Okay, great. Okay. So it's time for another Malacca. round of Hagrid the Malacca game. <laughs> in Dutch, the popular sidekick oh, okay. of Harry Potter, Ronald B. Weasley. Hmm. Is his name in the Dutch translation Ronty Rattus, Ronnie no. Viltersen, or Ringo Pussy Snatch? I'm sorry. Ronty, what was the second one? Ronty Viltersen? Ronty yeah. Rattus, oh, yeah. Ronnie Viltersen, Ringo Pussy Snatch. <laughs> number two. Yeah. Obviously. It's number two, Ronnie Viltersen. <laughs> Yep. I okay. quite like in, Rattus. <laughs> in Slovenian is the Dark Lord Voldemort, known as Lord Merlakenstein, <laughs> Volu, Volu Demidoron, or Vlaken Makenchaken. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, go with the first one. Yeah, sure. Merlakenstein? Yeah. Yeah, that's I guess your so. final answer. Yeah, that's correct. It is Lord Merlakenstein. Okay, so I'm doing pretty well. I'm just not sure why you need to change the name Voldemort. Like it's yeah, it doesn't mean anything in English. <laughs> it's why do you English need a translation? <laughs> also, isn't the whole thing about like um, like isn't there a big anagram thing with I am Tom Riddle and something oh, Lord maybe Voldemort that's or whatever? Why they had to change it. So oh. they must have had to change his name to McLuckenstacken <laughs> or whatever because that's it's an anagram. Mark Namarakage or something. <laughs> Tim Marakas. <laughs> Tim Marakas. <laughs> All right. Uh, number three. Gryffindor in French. Is it known as Garoufi Doofy? <laughs> no. Puff, puff Souffle. <laughs> or Gracocock. The last one. Groofy Doofy, Puff Souffle. Oh, don't say them again. <laughs> the last one. I'm sorry, what? Glenn, Glenn's got <laughs> something to say about Puff Souffle. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> What's your final answer? The, third the last one, one obviously. Gracklecock, you think is the correct answer? Yeah. It is Puff Souffle. No, it's not. It is Puff Souffle. Look up. <laughs> French word for Gryffindor is Puff Souffle. Really? But Souffle is a French word, so it's not that. It's Puff Souffle. <laughs> it's not Puff oh, Souffle. Well, okay, how's it spelled? Because there's no way in hell it's pronounced Puff Souffle. P O U F S O U F F L E. Hold on, I'm looking this up. This can't be right. <laughs> Gryffindor. French. Oh, that's for. It's actually for Hufflepuff. Oh. <laughs> That's different. Yeah, puff. 
like yeah, oh. puff. That makes sense. Why would Gryffindor be <laughs> puff souffle? Ridden, I'm glad you're. <laughs> I already said you were on thin ice, but I'm glad that was real because if you just <laughs> came up with that, that's hateful even for this podcast. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Anyway, that's but yeah, good going. find. Okay, <laughs> you got away with Thank that you. one. So yeah, I hope we're and nearly in, at the end. In the French translation. Tom, obviously, mm. it, it creates a lot of problems with the Tom Riddle, I am Lord Voldemort situation because it's a mm. rearrangement of letters. So, yeah, is Tom that, yeah. Riddle's middle name Boris, Elvis, or Blixby? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it's still Tom Riddle, but it's it, Tom Boris is Riddle. Is it Tom Boris Tom Riddle? Elvis. Tom Elvis. Oh, no, it's not actually Riddle. But what's his middle oh, okay. name? Whatever. Um, and what was the last one? Blixby. Well, I mean, Elvis was the king of rock and Tom Riddle becomes like sort of the king of the uh, Death Eaters. So I, I have to go with um, <laughs> Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, I'll go with Elvis. <laughs> it is Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> it is you Tom Elvis Jaduso. <laughs> Tom Elvis Jaduso. <laughs> That's so much worse. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. He doesn't sound very scary, does he? <laughs> Tom <No>. Elvis, <laughs> you do so. Ooh. And I, he, but don't he, hurt he me, would... Tom Elvis, you do so. <laughs> Tom Elvis, you do so. Sounds like he should be in Poof Souffle. <clears throat> Next game, or is that it? Or what are we thinking? That's is that it. the end That's of all I've got. Hagrid ha- Malacca game, or whatever. I just really think people from other countries are so weird and like <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And I think Ridden's proved it beyond all doubt. So, yeah. great game. I mean, if you can't get Harry Potter right, <laughs> yeah, if you can't get the basics right. Okay. Any other stuff? Oh, I got um, I got one thing written down. I can't remember who wrote in. I think it might have been one of the Fogarty's, but um, re- you might remember a few weeks ago, uh, Nathan and I were discussing how Billie Eilish is a witch or whatever, and how like the music industry is run by wizards. I think we mm-hmm. made some reference to that kooky cat David Bowie, and um, <coughs> uh, one of the Fogarty's wrote in and said that um, you know, a pretty sometimes they're just hiding in plain sight because he suggested King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard might well be um, a candidate for wizards, known wizards in the music industry. I think he's onto something. I think, w- well, and there's such like a big band in Australia now. It just goes yeah. to show unfair advantage. And uh, let's yeah. boycott them. <laughs> and um, if I catch any of you listening to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Um, what do you do? <laughs> um, <laughs> so... I had a thought. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Okay. So, this toilet paper situation, I think it started in Australia, like and now everyone yeah, else yeah, has did. followed suit. It's sort of our our contribution to the uh to the pandemic is uh it's fitting, isn't it, that that's our contribution. Yes. I mean, we are the toilet paper of countries, so <laughs> big um, time. Yeah, so you know, people in supermarkets going crazy, punching each other, um, you know, Hitting each other, striking each other, kicking each other, taking mm-hmm. toilet paper from old ladies, etc. That sort of stuff. And that's obviously terrible. But in the wizarding world, do you think they're probably coping a bit better because well, they, just, so, wouldn't you? they just shit anywhere and then and zap it up? 
So I wonder what they're concerned about, you know? Like, have they, have they closed the schools over there? Because obviously we haven't um, in Australia at the moment, although I suspect that maybe by the time you're hearing this, that could be on the cards, I'm not sure. But at the moment, as we're recording this on the Sunday, the schools have not <laughs> been closed in Australia. But I wonder if maybe we have, you know, perhaps the wizarding world is a little bit more, um, uh, you know, concerned with people's health and things like that. So maybe they're actually closing Hogwarts, which would be a dark day. That would be a dark day. I wonder what other supplies do you think they would be hoarding? <laughs> if you're a magician, if you're a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more a wizard than a magician is what I was thinking. <laughs> well, if I was a magician, I'd need lots of bunnies. Yep. And hats. Hot, hot chicks to cut in half. Big time. And don't forget, you need a saw. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. What are you going to cut them in half with? Your bare hands? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, but, okay, let's, well, that's a, that was a good... <laughs> game of um what would the magicians be hoarding but what about wizards what do we think about in the wizarding world um uh, flu powder because i know a lot of our uh people we know have been discussing well we're stuck at home all the time there's not much to do could be a good time to uh indulge in some substances would flu powder be you know on the cards yeah what sort of high do you get from flu powder i heard it's a real rush Right. Well, I think it's. Uh, I think I really. <laughs> I don't know, Reading. I don't know. <laughs> flu powder seems a bit dangerous, though, isn't it? That's literally asking for it. It's literally the flu. Good Very point. Good. Yeah. It, much like you know, apparently Corona beers have been struggling in this time. I wonder if, uh, in a similar vein, flu powder is also, uh, you know, not been it's able to get customers. Yeah, taking a taking a financial <laughs> hit. <laughs> Well, then it's clear we need to get huge government <laughs> bailouts for flu powder company. Um, and that's what we'll be lobbying for from here on in on the show. So, um, fuck, we've got We're some do really, really useless takes on this COVID, don't we? <laughs> yeah. I do mean, you reckon this is making it worse for people stuck at home? I'm not enjoying it. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine it's helping. It's crazy. We've had so much time on our hands. We could have planned this so well. And um, unfortunately, that's what we came up with this week. But hey, um, hey, at least <laughs> at the time do? of recording, the uh, the Skype seems to have held up. I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, so I mean, this we're just testing the waters. We're dipping our little toes into the world of remote podcasting. It's a brave new world for us. So if it did suck ass, we're very sorry. I'm sure it will be amazing next week. But I think, um, you know, we, we do, and it's sort of, I think, relevant to what you just said. Um, on this pod, we like to give a bit of a dumble do and a dumble don't. And I think I just say uh, the dumble do this week is, you know, be gentle with each other, guys. Like everyone's <laughs> gone through a tough time and <clears throat> some podcasts and, you know, other people are going to be, you know, maybe they're not going to be able to, you know, give you the thing, give you the quality that you've come to expect, for instance, right? And this, this can extend to your friends and family, you know, everyone's stressed, everyone's having a tough time. Be gentle to each other, guys. I think that's very yeah, good advice. Absolutely. Show some love. If you see them, kiss them on the mouth and kiss strangers on hmm. the mouth. Kiss your family yeah, and friends because them. that's we need love. Hug them, kiss them, uh, put your fingers in their mouths. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a face lick never went astray. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> 
That's because I, uh, I see a lot of people doing random acts of kindness. You know, people are, are paying forward toilet paper or, you know, that sort of stuff. Just give, if you see a stranger that looks like maybe a, a Woolworths worker who looks like they've had a long shift, give them a lick on the face. Yeah. <laughs> see if you can stick your tongue up their nose. See if you could do that, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. See if Just can... let them know you're there. <laughs> See if you can stand on opposite ends of the room and spit in each other's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you need a, it's important to practice social distancing. So make sure get 1.5 meters away yep. and just hock lurgies into <laughs> each really other's gobs. Give them hell. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the dumble do. But what about the dumble don't? I think I got a, a dumble don't. Don't dumble yeah. don't eat all your spaghetti at once. <laughs> Dumble, do not eat it all at once because that, uh, no, that's too confusing. You got to say Dumble, don't. Oh, Dumble, <laughs> don't say Dumble, do not. That's yeah. very confusing. People, people will be wondering what the hell that means. So yeah, because then they might go and eat all their spaghetti at once. Dumble, don't do it because um, fuck. <laughs> is that a me- um, is it a metaphor for something, or you mean literal spaghetti? I mean literally. There's not that much spaghetti around at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> Have so you seen it? Have you seen it in the pasta sections? You can really start to see the hierarchy of of pasta shapes, like the oh, fettuccine spaghetti's all out, and then you get like a the, the shells or a bit of like a rigatoni yeah. or something that the are just fucking, left. No one's willing to take yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Who eats bow tie pasta in twenty twenty? Oh, grow up! I know. Seriously, <laughs> take a good long hard look at yourself. I mean, I know we're in a pandemic. I would but rather starve. Yeah. <laughs> then eat pasta in the shape of a bow tie. Fuck you. <laughs> um. Anyway, so what's the uh, what's the shit we got to do again? We got to rate the, the page. Oh. Right. Oh. So right. this one, ha- Harry literally goes to a wet market, which is like not the thing to be doing at this time. Um, with everything that's going Are you on. Listening, so- Harry. I I think it's got to get a pretty shit review from me. Three. I will say this page, Three. it did have a lot of words on it. In terms of words per page, this was probably one of the highest. Well, that is an important factor that we do take into consideration. <laughs> words per page. I actually mark it down for that. So, for me, it's a f- I'm going to give it a 5 out of 63. And... um. Uh, word of the week. Three, two, uh, one. Four lots. And um, <laughs> finally, uh, the name for the page. Fuck me. What happened? I <laughs> <laughs> went to a bookstore. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter and a few books or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can do better than that. Harry oh. Potter's... Read in. Harry Potter learns a Harry. That's no. It has to be Harry Potter and the something. This is the sixty-third week. Surely you know that. That's how it works. Can't just be like Harry went to the zoo. That's not a page. That's not a book name. Page name thing. Um, I already said mine, so I'm not even thinking about it anymore. You, if you want, if you want to do one, Harry Potter one? and Harry Potter and the books. <laughs> What about Harry Potter and those books? No, it has to be and the. <laughs> All right, Harry Potter and the books. What about Harry Pasta and the books? <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. That's the one. Yes. 
Yes, 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 yes. Very good. <laughs> Harry Pasta and the books. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I think oh, you got a bit got of corona on the brain. So um, We did. Thanks very much for listening. Send us your feedback. Send us if it was terrible. Send us if it was good. Uh, send us your symptoms. Um, if you'd like us to diagnose you, do yeah. not get in contact with medical professionals. They're too busy. Um, <laughs> also, follow us on Instagram. Uh, paging Mr. Potter. That's the one we use the most, but you can... Yeah, we'll probably be quite active on that because I'm, we I'm, like, as well. I'm losing my mind at home at the moment. So I have been... I've always, you know, I've always marveled at um, at sort of people that create content or whatever. And I'm always just like, how the fuck can you be bothered? How do you have the time? Whatever. But now that I sort of, you know, I still am working, if even if I am working from home, but I seem to have so much time on my hands that all I can do is make stupid pictures <laughs> and videos. So um, look out for that. Yeah, I've noticed that you've really been ramping it up, which is good because uh, people need us right now. Um, uh, is yeah, there anything else to face. say? <clears throat> yeah, write in. If you like it, please let us know because my instinct right now is to never do this again. So uh, you'll have to <laughs> convince me. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, you want us to, if you want us to do it, yeah, we're starting beg. from a place of not doing it. So you have to yeah. literally convince us to ever do this again. Do you, Oh, sorry. Did we have any riddles? Did we ever read out me as riddle? <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. This is like weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Yeah. Do you want to save like it for next ago? week? No, we got to do it. Surely. Hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Fuck. It's been this has been months in the making. Literally many months <laughs> that this was sent. This was sent in actually on Christmas Day. Wow. Which is oh, crazy. We've come so thanks far to, from then. Thanks to Mia for sending but this. But a good in. riddle God. is a good riddle forever. So, um <laughs> <laughs> The great Albus Dumbledore once said that. He said All that. Right, so Not let's me. um let's go. So, please write in with your answers to this little noodle scratcher. Absorb all the words right into your thinker, a film for the Cougars written by Schlinker. You'll race down the mountain, wood on your feet. Sorry, you race down the mountain, wood on your feet, and shoot clay pigeons, which are delicious to eat. Dirty drugs, exploiting the poppy, even one one dose will get you all sloppy. Wow. That's a beautiful riddle from me. So well written. I'm glad we bothered to look that up. Um, so please yeah. write in. It's actually, I think it's gettable, this one. But um, it's, it's very a, good. It's thank you riddle. for sending that in. Yes, thank you, Mia. Potiphar Mia. All right. Well, that's probably plenty. That's more than enough, I reckon. Yeah. All right. Catch you later then. Bye. Bye bye. Stay safe. Love you.